0: Well, that's not nice. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the butt dogs won the bourbon bowl, do you? <laughs> Come
1: on, get mad, Bob. Yo, Bobby! What? Bob? Ah, Bob? Ah, Bob? Bob? Over here!
0: Robert better not get in my face. I'll we'll drop that motherfucker.
1: He's a little bit long winded. He doesn't translate very well into a- our generation and his jokes are terrible.
0: I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes.
1: There is no
0: God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god. on his coat, single action on me. yo dude what's going on man how's it going it's been a while man oh you lagged out right there hold on we'll let the connection set up a little bit here maybe it takes a little bit to warm up no worries no worries how are you you in minneapolis man
1: it's fucking cold up here bro what you mean <laughs> well you were in ohio
0: though that doesn't matter right like you're used to it
1: I mean, see, that's what everybody says, but like, you know, Ohio cold is is not the same as Minnesota cold. Yeah, I it's just different.
0: I suppose you are it's down. Different. You're down south more. I suppose. How cold does it get,
1: bro? January was just. I don't. I don't see how the state stays operational. They just need to shut it down. <laughs> We're getting temperatures of like, like negative 20. Yeah. Some nights.
0: Yeah, you know I'm in Minneapolis, right? Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm oh I'm I'm outside of Minneapolis. I'm in a suburb, but yeah, Anoka.
1: Oh well then yeah, you know what it was then. Yeah, it was like negative twenty like before wind chill and shit. I'm like, this place just needs to not exist during the month of January.
0: Right. How was Ohio in January?
1: Not not as cold. Not okay. as cold. I mean still it's pretty pretty rough. Like it would definitely get cold, but
0: nothing like this. Nothing right. in the negatives like this. I'm sure. I'm sure, man. Well, that's good though. I mean, you, you got baptized in fire, dude. Like that's that's what every Minnesotan asks themselves right now. And you're officially part of us now.
1: Yeah, like I'm. I'm officially. I can say that. Like, hey, I can run. I can run with y'all. I can run with the wolves.
0: We here. There you go. We are here. We got. Uh, we got Mike Luciano on the podcast. Uh, he, you've known him before. He came on uh, a couple. Wow, it might have been a year ago. It was during COVID. I was really doing interviews, and uh, and uh, you were with the band called uh, Firefight. And uh, Mike's got a whole new venture now. I don't even know. Are you still with Firefight? Uh, no. Okay. So what? We'll, we'll
1: Firefight ma- is no longer.
0: Maybe, maybe we'll get into that. Maybe we'll get into that. But uh, he's got a new venture out. I want him to get it right off the bat, right off the top, right now. So, uh, Mike, uh, what do you got? What do you got going now, man? What's your new? Uh, what's your new thing?
1: I have decided to go full solo and start my venture into my R and B career.
0: All right, and what's the name? I I know I know it, but what's the name for everybody listening? Oh you uh just blanked out right there. Hold on
1: one second. I did, my name I... is Loveless. Perfect. There you go. And I'm very excited to go ahead and say hi to everybody. That's listening. Yes sir. I said my name has been on for close to 3 years now. Yeah. It has been quite the venture. It has been probably the darkest moments of but you know I'll do that to you.
0: Right, you're cutting out just a little bit, Mike. I I got most of that. I know, I know. You know, you've been, you know, you've uh, you've gone through some stuff. So, 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 what made what made the the move to going solo? You were a part of a group. Um, you know, I was a big fan of the band, but I'm a big fan of Mike Luciano as well. So, so, what made you decide to, uh, to go on your own?
1: It's just it was something that you know I've always wanted to do R and B. I've had that desire to do it for quite some time, and I've had people always telling me like. Yo, you like I've heard you sing, you don't need to be doing metal music, man. You don't need to be doing this. Like you need to you need to be doing R and B. Like that's what you should be doing. That's that's where you're really gonna hit. And I was just I was like, man, whatever. Like, it's alright, it's okay. It's it's all good. Yeah. And then when this this big breakup in my life happened, it was like it was like a life-changing breakup. Um everything kind of changed. I don't know. I was like, okay, I need I need to say this. I have something to say, and Firefight is not the vehicle to say it with. Um, so I started working in the background, kind of things, just like started working on my own thing. And you know, like Firefight just kind of stopped when COVID hit. Like you know, there were there were some members who were who were not as into it after you know COVID was in for about a year, and like we were waiting too long to release stuff. We were yeah. we were nitpicking. There was a little bit of you know, you know, bickering between members on how, how notes should be played or how songs should be written. And it was, it was becoming something that was like not fun. And for, for a minute there, I was kind of like, just, it was like, I would, I I would forget that I was in a band.
0: Okay. It was more of a job. And I
1: was like, yeah. And I was like, you know what, at this point, man, I'm like, I'm, I'm tired of waiting. Like, I'm not, I'm sitting here with my thumb up my ass kind of thing. And I just, I don't want to do that anymore. So. Yeah, Like, I have nothing but love for the dudes, I have nothing but high hopes for everybody that I was involved with, you know, I, I still talk to some of the old members, um, but it was just time for me to go, you know, yeah. it, was, it was time to hang it up.
0: For sure. So, what made you pick R&B? Have you always been a fan of it? Have you been, you know, when we talked, um, one of the things you kind of alluded to was that you did have some things in the works, um, not, the, not the voice acting, I gotta ask you about that as well, but... uh uh you know you you had alluded that you were maybe maybe was it was it this was it was it that you were working on some R&B music and in some other genre of music okay um so what yes made sir, you what yes made you pick was. R&B do you feel that do you do you vibe with it like when i listen to your your music today um i was waiting for it man like you still you still have that like kick in your voice where it's like it's still the same voice i was i was kind of thinking it would be different um Man, I wasn't. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't expecting your song to rock as much as it did. Like, like it just his vibe with it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh man, he's going, he's going R and B. I don't know how this is gonna go. I loved it, man. I absolutely <laughs> love the vibe. What made you decide to do it? Thank you, man.
1: Uh, to be honest with you, dude, I was. It's something that I think this. It is the best vehicle to go ahead and state what I want to state and and express my story. Not to mention, like, I've always had a place in my heart for R&B music. I've always loved it. I've always wanted to try it professionally, but have been, to be quite honest with you, been too afraid, uh, too scared to try it. Um, Just, you know, just for for fear and, you know, if I would be good enough at it or, you know, I would be, you know, stable enough to make something out of myself at it. And to be honest, man, like, it's been the best decision I've ever made.
0: Hell yeah. Now, uh... So when you, when you want to start recording, are you doing this kind of in a closet or do you, because you have connections to the music industry, are you getting some, some, uh, some, some time in the booth or how does that, how does that work? How do you, how do you start wanting to go out on your own?
1: It was, it was terrifying, man. Like it was, cause it, you, you got to think like when you got a band, you got five dudes. So you can like, you already got a little bit of a, of a home base of a network of people yeah. to call upon and ask upon, okay, like. We need this, 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 and this. Who wants to do what? You divide up the roles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like with this, it's like, fuck, I got nobody. Like I'm here doing it by myself, and just over time, you know, talking to people, working on this, recording the music, yeah. you know, just sitting on it, making connections, trying to build up the hype a little bit by a little bit, and you know, talking to people locally and things like that. You know, you you meet people, you connect with people, and one thing led to another. And to be honest, man, like. I have probably the best team I've ever worked with in my life behind me right now. Oh, hell yeah. This, you know, pushing me like my agent has been absolutely phenomenal. My art director makes me look phenomenal in any way, shape or form. Yeah. I don't know how he does. He's, he's, he's a fucking mad scientist. Hell yeah. He's, he's an amazing asset to have. Um, you know, I have a, I have a live stream manager as well and he's just, you know, nothing but a fucking ray of sunshine, man. He's, He's always been, you know, just super happy to be here. It's, he's very well versed in his craft. It's it's one of those things where, again, I get to see these people pushing me and, and and believing in what I do as Loveless and believing in this this genre change and this switch, this whole release of music that is, you know, very very sad, very depressing. Yeah. But believe in it. You know, they they trust it. They trust me. And that hits bigger, it hits harder than being in a band and being the front man of a band. And the reason why is because it's like, okay, these guys are taking the time out of their day to push something that is, I'm the face of, like, it's its mainly me. When it's out on stage, it's going to be me. It's not going to be them, it's just me, you know? Yeah. They're playing all the behind-the-scenes roles. And to know that they believe in me enough to do all the administrative and financial work and the artistic work and stuff like that, you know, for visuals and stuff like I don't have to necessarily think about that. And I can just be loveless. I, that's, that is such a different feeling than I've ever felt before. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's phenomenal, man. Like it's, it's, it feels, it feels freeing. Hell yeah. I'm not going to lie.
0: I can, I can imagine. Um, so, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. So you wanted to express yourself creatively, like I know one of the things you said in the, in the podcast we did was um, "dad rock." Dad rock. When you said that was one of the things that caught my ear, it was like, "Hmm, that's a that's a that's a that's a weird way for a musician to explain that." And I was I was kind of wondering. So, um, did you did you did you have passion when you were making rock music?
1: I did have passion when I was making rock music. It was it was just a different st- style, or a different type of passion. This, you know, that passion was you know, a lot more angst. It was a lot more anger. You know, it was a yeah. you know, was a very angry guy, a very angry kid growing up. You know, it was you know, felt. You know, I had a chip on my shoulder much much like a lot of us did, and I yeah. felt like, you know, was, I had it was a I good way to release. It was, yeah, it was it was one of those things where I felt like I had something to say and I was going to say it. nobody was going to tell me otherwise. And you know that's that's how it was with with my my first band, and you know when I went on to my second band, it was it was uh you know a little bit more laid back, and then you know went on to Firefight. I was still passionate about it. I was able to express myself a bit more freely, which was which was a lot of fun. But there were right. still there were still limitations. You're still in somewhat of a box. Okay. Yeah. Because you still have to play within the parameters of everybody else. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you have because i i refuse as a as part of a music collective like a band or something like that if i was in a, if i was a frontman for a band or something like that again i would refuse to work with somebody who is just standing up there to play the music and does not feel the same way about it that i do yeah it, it's much like it's it's just like a product man like you don't want people working for you or Pushing your product that don't believe in it, it doesn't make sense.
0: I one hundred percent get that. The reason I started this podcast, I was with two other dudes, and and uh, the, the the way I wanted to do it, you know, I I love podcasting absolutely. I mean, unless it's by myself, then I fucking hate it. But when I get a guest on, <laughs> it's awesome. And and uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where you said it, it's definitely nerve wracking. You know, I I can understand where everything's on you. You're pushing it. You're you're um you're you're doing all the all the front stuff. So when you have people behind the scenes. How creatively does that let you expand what you want to do? Like when you don't have to worry about the extras. I mean, like how easy was it to come up with the album?
1: <laughs> how easy was it to come up with the album? Are you talking about like like the songs themselves, like the lyrics and everything? From
0: from from creating Loveless, getting, you know, getting a manager. Did you did you have the music first or did you set up kind of the the background of it first? Uh, as as you got started, it, I actually I to start came, with that.
1: Music came first okay. for sure. It was like I said, man. It was not not to get too into it, and I'm definitely not going to mention any names. Yeah, no, for sure. Was, and I hope I,
0: yeah, I'm not trying to get that out of you either. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, no. Of course, of course. But uh, you know, it was one of those things where this this woman that I had been with for you know so long, uh, you know, I was wanting to start a family. I was I was at that age, you know. I was like, okay, like. Let's see, let's see how this goes and you know this 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 breakup happened yep and it was like I said it was life changing I lost I lost everything
0: yeah you committed yeah you committed your life to this person
1: I had was was gone yeah you know I lost you know my my house lost my job lost my car you know it was it was a really really dark time in my life and it was one of those things where it's like I felt like everything I had was just pulled from under me and here was this person that i was just madly in love with that out of nowhere just didn't want me damn and it was so confusing and just like like i and i remember thinking like like is this is this somebody else like i, I hope it's somebody else I, at least that would make sense right you know at least i have something to grasp onto but there wasn't even that so i had so much to say and I actually have on my notes a list of things that, like a a, a whole message that I have typed out to her. And I just kept adding to it and adding to it and adding to it. And it became like this laundry list of things that I never got to say to her. Yeah. But I felt like I wanted to. And I used some of those for my inspiration. But writing the music was so easy for me in that, I knew who I was talking to. Mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to say. I knew how I wanted to say it because it was like, look, dude, I'm, I'm hurt. Like I'm, I'm hurt in a way that I've never been hurt before. Right. And I need, I need to say something and whether or not you want to hear me, like that sucks, but I have to talk to you. And this is essentially my way of doing that. You know, like I, I feel that everybody deserves to go ahead and have their story told. Everybody deserves to feel the way that they, they feel they should feel. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, I get you.
1: And you know, you you have a right to that. So this is going to be something that I think people may raise their eyebrows at. You know, they might think like, Oh, what's, what's this guy doing? You know, doing R and B like he was, he was a rocker before and this, that, and the other thing, what's he doing now? It's like, I am, out of everything I have ever done musically in my career, in my 15 years doing music, this is the most excited, most nervous, most most raw I have ever felt about anything, any lyric, any track, any album. It doesn't matter. This, this, is, this is it. This is it. Damn. This is it. This is it. This is everything that I could put onto onto pen and paper that I felt was going to stick. Yeah. Damn.
0: Damn, man. That's fucking awesome. Like so so how does how does anticipation build when you when you're this pumped about a project and you're in the, you know, you you uh, you've been making the music and you and you kind of reach out to the right resources of people that are going to help you behind the scenes. Um What's next then? So so how how long did it take you to, to, to finish the album to the point where you were ready to call it an album?
1: I wrote twenty songs. Oh Man.
0: Ooh. I, I had, a lot.
1: Hell I had yeah. a lot to say. I wrote twenty different songs and I probably could have kept writing, honestly. But uh kept fifteen of them.
0: Okay. Okay, that's a good. That that's a be, good that's a good album.
1: Yeah, it's it's a 15 track album. It is um self-titled. So, and you know, I'm going to be pushing a single from the album every month. So, I'm I'm really excited for that, you know, just helping to build anticipation and then obviously once the album is out, you know, building awareness around the album. I've already been making my connections here in Minneapolis, you know, trying to connect into the the hip hop and R&B scene around here, which I've already made some some cool connections and the uh oh, yeah. the event taking place on Valentine's Day is gonna be gonna be something special.
0: That's the album drop, right? Just so everyone listening knows that's when the album comes out.
1: The album is dropping uh Valentine's Day, two fourteen twenty-two. The new music video for my brand new single, Come Through, is dropping Valentine's Day, two fourteen twenty-two the live stream event showcasing live music videos is happening valentines day 2/14/22 we are throwing everything we can at this man like this is this is a full rebranding this is a full release of of me this is this is this is nobody else nobody yeah. else backing me up this is this is me here now and i'm throwing everything that i can at this like i want this to be monumental and the event that you know, I and my team have gotten planned for Monday. <laughs> you, you need to watch. Hell
0: yeah, I'll you, watch, man.
1: You need to watch.
0: Hell yeah, where are the where are the streams at? I don't have Facebook. Is there anywhere else I can stream it?
1: Um, we are mainly going to be pushing through a Facebook live stream. Okay. Unfortunately, just because that's that's just the easiest way to work with right now, for sure. and for the sure. way that we're going to be filming everything and uh, broadcasting it is not going to look as cool on Instagram just because they make you force your aspect ratios and whatnot. Yeah. So we have been testing and running and testing and testing some more and running some more and setting things up. And it is not just going to be, some brown dude in front of a microphone singing a couple songs. Let me put it like that. Hell it's, yeah! It's They're gonna be a real show. It's gonna be a whole thing.
0: Hell yeah, man! So, what made you pick Minneapolis? Like you were in Ohio. I know the band you were originally with were here. Um, what made you pick Minneapolis as opposed to going anywhere else to start your career?
1: <sighs> to be honest, man, it was it was my art director. Okay. My my art director uh, had told me he's like, look, man. I heard your shit. I fuck with it. I think I think that you have what it takes to become, you know, a top billboard artist. I think it just takes the right visuals and the right person to see you and I and I fully believe that. He's like, I think that you should move out here, come live with me in my studio, come move in here, and we'll just make art, we'll make cool shit the entire time and we'll push this thing as far as it can go. And I hell said, yeah. if you can guarantee me that you will be my art director and you'll, and you'll stick by me and when we do this, I will lift up my entire life and I will move there for this. Fuck and I yeah. will follow it. Hell yeah. So I took all the money that I had, packed up everything into a 15-foot U-Haul, and drove my happy ass all the way to fucking Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I was like, you know what? It's cold as hell, but Minneapolis is about to see me. Yeah, fuck yeah.
0: Who uh can I ask who you're working with in Minneapolis? Is there a name of the company or anything you want to shout out?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Aesthetic. They are phenomenal. He is phenomenal. He um this is I'm actually in the studio right now. Studio Aesthetic okay. is just a phenomenal place. He is my art director. He is the one that makes loveless, makes me look, you know, beautiful, phenomenal in every way shape and form. He's got it all on lock and it's 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 great, man. Hell yeah. It's it's too Hell awesome. I love being here. I get to create every single day and we make really amazing art. He's he's just an absolute genius. It's crazy watching him work. And the ideas that we're able to come up with, he's he's a creative like me. He's a creative that wants to make something cool that makes you feel something when you look at it, makes you feel something when you hear it, and I'm like Okay, this is these are the kinds of people that I need to have in my corner. These are the kinds of people that I want to be around, and he's smarter than me by like a lot, and I love that. Right? I love that.
0: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So, so, um, so with building that, would you say like you're friends with the people that you work with now? I mean, not to say that you weren't before. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, for sure.
1: My my agent is actually one of my best friends. Actually, is which is which is really cool because. Uh, I really would not rather work with anybody else in terms of like, you know, an agent. I mean, he, he saw, he saw the entire relationship happen from start to finish. Yeah. So he was there when it started. He was there when it ended. He was there during my bad times. He actually was there when I lost everything and he gave me a place to stay and he got me on, he helped me get on my feet.
0: Yeah. That's a real dude. Like that's that's a guy that I I feel like that that makes sense why you would move and and kind of commit to all of this because the people already showed you before this that they had your back.
1: Exactly, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if you guys believe in me, if you believe in what I can do and my abilities, I will not let you down. Yeah. Like I I got this in the bag. You let me know, and I got this. Oh yeah. And they, and they and they trust me. They have faith in me. So it's like, okay i i don't have the band behind me now i don't have any any other musicians behind me this is just me so i'm gonna go out there and and fucking win it for my team you know
0: that's fucking refreshing dude like i've i've gone through uh i kind of just call it a a downspout in this podcast i had a you know enough people come through to say hey you do a good job you know come on mine and they never did and and i and i kind of lashed out i fucking freaked out and i've i've been uh I've been kind of down on it lately. and and to hear you kind of say, you know, it's all on me, and I'm gonna go for it. i'm gonna I'm gonna get these people who are helping me uh along the way and we're gonna make it it's it it's it's cool to hear man especially the fact that you're owning that it's on you you know that not that it's on you but that but that you're you're really putting your entire self into it and that the people behind you are putting themselves into it and it's not just musically it's it's you know when you're down emotionally or when you're down you know in life they're helping you out that's that's fucking awesome man it's nice to hear that 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 you have this you know even though you went through a bad time you're still very positive about the people around you. I think that says a lot about them. And I think that says a lot about you as well, you know, especially, Thanks, the, man.
1: Appreciate hell that. yeah! Seriously.
0: but the fact that you're so game into coming into this, uh, you know, as, as a group and then you, 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 uh, you're going to attack this. And, and even though, you know, on the stage, you might be alone, you have this together. Um, did you, did you have a hard time, creating loveless i i, I might i let me know if i'm asking the same questions too but i just want to know like no 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 uh you know how'd you did how'd you come up with loveless, loveless. Yeah. yeah
1: so there is a mantra that i as loveless state and it is it's it's a hurtful one it's it's definitely not a happy one but you know my my mantra is when you love less you get hurt less and it is it is a sad truth you know it's i, I believe it to be a sad truth in that you know loss of love whether it be platonic you know whether it be romantic it doesn't matter having having that thing or that person or that feeling there and then just having it ripped away from you like it there's there is no pain like that yeah in my eyes there's there that is a special kind of pain to me and it was one of those things where it's like i was what i was going through like i was i was drinking to the point where my loved ones around me were becoming very worried Mm -hmm. and it was, it was not a good time for me. And and I remember thinking to myself during that time, like, man, like I remember reading stories about shit like this. And now, and now look at me, here I am doing the same thing. And it was a really, really just bad, bad time in my life. I felt so lost and and just, you know, like I, like I couldn't really do anything without this person. And I was like, you know, like I, I need to start just loving less. I need to love less so that way no one can hurt me anymore. Yeah.
0: But in the same and, time, it sounds like you love yourself right now, right? Like you're really loving yourself, and, and I think that's a good place to start too, especially if you're dropped. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think this is, you know, like when I, when I started making Loveless, it was like it was actually never meant to be released. Like everything that you guys are seeing and hearing or will be seeing and hearing, mm-hmm. none of this was supposed to happen at all. What was supposed to happen what i had in my head was i'm going to make this album i'm going to write these songs to this girl excuse me to this woman that uh that i that i feel for because she doesn't want to talk to me and this is this is the only way that i know how to express myself so that's what i'm gonna do and i was going to write the album give it to her and then delete the whole thing never let anybody hear
0: it yeah just get it get it and, out get get the feelings literally from from the inside to something else and feel like you projected them outside
1: get it out exactly yeah. and then i was going to just delete the whole thing and call it good and the people that were you know my producer at the time like when he was when he was hearing the stuff that i was writing he's like so you realize you're not deleting this right and i was like what you mean he's like you understand that like this is too good like this is this this has something very special written it's all over it. Yeah. He's like, you don't get to delete this now. I hope you know that. And I'm like well, oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> Damn. Here we go. Damn. So it's been a wild ride over the past few years. Absolutely it has been. Yeah. But it's it's been growth that I did not know I could make. It's been, you know, strength within myself that I didn't know I had and the ability to to move on and, and make new friends and you know start a new life and, and start new goals and stuff and the best part is, is like i'm not doing it for anybody else like i'm doing it for me and that that's that's why i know that this is going to succeed fuck that's yeah. why i know this is going to work damn man
0: I'm, I'm trying to sit here calmly but you make me want to raise my fist and be like fuck yeah dude that's fucking awesome <laughs> Let me uh let me break away from it just a little bit. So uh so one of the things we talked about um in the last interview was that you were looking into some voice acting. You were maybe gonna look at some anime. Uh, how has that gone since uh since the last podcast?
1: Uh, it's gone well. I believe we're in the process of doing releases and just getting all the credits written up for it. But the 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 voice acting work was was a lot of fun. I had a blast doing it, and it's definitely something that I. I hope to get into later on, you know, I I want to, I want to have that as part of my career. Like if I, if I have a voice, I want to use it. Yeah. And whether it be for, for voiceover work, voice acting or, or singing. I mean, obviously like my, my main thing is R and B. Like I am an R and B artist. I'm an R and B singer. That's what I do. But I definitely would not mind getting in to do some voice acting work for the next God of war game. Or the next Spider Man or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that—that yeah. that would be cool to me. Oh yeah. Or even to um, to write music for those games or something like that would be would be really cool. But the voice acting work itself has been has been a lot of fun. I love anime. I'm a big anime nerd. So I mean, it's it was a blast doing it. It was a blast recording it and watching some of the scenes play back was was pretty cool.
0: What was the Especially anime? Seeing,
1: like, yeah, it's an anime called uh, Daily Lives of High School Boys.
0: Okay. I'll have to take a look. And it's
1: just it's just a little slice of life anime, just, you know, dudes in high school just being idiots, not knowing how to talk to girls. I'm like, "Hey, so it's just me in high school."
0: Oh, so so cool. anime doesn't necessarily have to be like a like a superhero kind of thing. I guess I've I've always known anime just from what I've watched, you know, um Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, shit like that, that it's always oh, yeah. It's all yeah. I'm I'm very basic. I'm very you know uh, uh, white rice with my anime, but um, <laughs> but uh, damn, I didn't know that it could just be people as well. I mean, I have Funimation or the the whatever the app is that you can watch. You know, I got a ton of them. I should watch through. Um, damn, I didn't know it could just be regular people. Is it just hanging out or is it like an epic journey kind of a thing?
1: It's it's just hanging out, man. It's literally just that. It's just these high school. Like, imagine Ed and Nettie with yeah. animation and like slightly more complex themes and that's it. Fuck but yeah. But it's a, it's essentially the same show.
0: Oh my god, dude. That's awesome. Um I was I was thinking when you were telling me, you know, getting into voice acting and stuff, it's like how funny would it be if like because of loveless, you know, movies like Sing where it's like, oh yeah, you have an actor's voice doing the doing the animal, but it's like when they start singing, I don't know if that's necessarily them. How bad how can we get you to where you sing for like Bradley Cooper in a movie, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd gladly sing for somebody else in a movie if that was the case. Right. I would. I would happily do that. I think that. I think that'd be something super cool to add to the resume and say that, like, yeah, I've done that before. Like, or yeah, I work with Seth Rogen. He's cool as fuck. fuck I smoked. Yeah. I smoked weed with him in my session. You know what I mean? That's bad. Little shit like that. You know, and I've, I've kind of, I've kind of gotten into the point of my career now where it's like, you know, like. I don't really want to meet people i'd rather smoke with people hell yeah learn learn about them that way like i feel like when i get to smoke with snoop Dogg, when that day comes because it's going to happen but when that day comes you know it's like i want to sit smoke talk talk a little bit of shop talk talk you know pick your pick your brain like who are you who is snoop what brought you here how do you like the weed you know right little things like that you know and just and just really Really, just enjoy meeting people. I think that's that's what I really have started to want to do. Like, especially with the with the networking and connections, and especially seeing the the difference in scenes. And what I mean by that is, there is so much love and positivity and and just camaraderie within the R and B scene, like the local Minneapolis R and B and hip hop scene. From what I've seen so far, I have not seen anything but people just being mad supportive and like hey I got this show come on out like hey cool man I'm going to bring my crew with me like we got a whole we got a whole crew we roll deep type shit and it's 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 awesome to see that cuz like with metal music it's it's stopped. Yeah. It has stopped. You know like people don't care about your your band. People don't care that you play a seven string anymore. Like we we don't care. We've seen it before. I've heard it before. You know, I'd rather do something else. And people are at that age now where like we're getting old, bro. Yeah. You can't just headbang like you used to. You can't just throw it down in the pit like you used to. Like, We're at that age now where it's 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 like it's starting to catch up. So it's like you have these people that are either going to be elitists. So when they go out to the show, they're either not inviting their friends. Or if they do, it's like one person. And they're going to sit in the back with the arms crossed. and just Right. And just not say nothing. Nod there the whole time. It's like, okay, cool. Whereas this... I actually went to my first gala, uh, a few weeks ago and it was, it was a beautiful event, like, you know, beautiful architecture within the building. Uh, it it was, it was a for an R and B artist named summer, um, here through ozone creation in Minneapolis, you know, shout out to them, but she had her gala. She released her music video and it was super cool to see all these people dressed up in like cocktail attire and like there was drinks and it was like this whole big event and i was like man this is so cool like i'm used to pissing in a sink at a <laughs> buck broken down bathroom and like a badly yeah. lit venue. you know like that's that's what i'm used to like this the the environment the vibe is just different yeah everything is different and there's like i said there's so much more excitement and love and happiness around r&b and and hip-hop music there's it's more fun like the the attitude and mentality is more fun it's not as elitist where people like i said are just going to sit at a booth or or sit you know or stand as far back as they can and just sit there with their arms crossed people want to hear your stuff people want to see you succeed they want to collab they want to work with you i like i'm getting hit up by producers like all the way from atlanta to miami to minneapolis to russia to tokyo like oh, i got shit like, I got producers from everywhere hitting me up right Russian now. Russian hip-hop? Hey, man, I'm down. Shoot. Hell yeah. Catch me out there. Hanging out you know, with Putin?
0: Just... You tell me if you hey, smoke with Putin, dude, that wouldn't be the most badass moment of your life?
1: If that happens, dude, I was straight up ask him, like, yo, bro, are there cameras and birds? Like, did you guys <laughs> do that? Let me know. Like I mean it's just us right now. It's just us girls, you can tell me.
0: For sure, for sure. Just get them. Oh man, that fucking dude. That dude high would be fucking crazy. You start asking Putin questions baked. Oh my god. Dude, it sounds like you need to get you need to get your own podcast. That's what it sounds like.
1: <laughs> there's there's a bunch of shit that I want to do, man, but like it's it's all about it's all about taking time and you know right. taking taking little steps here and there and Loveless has so many more things that are happening behind the scenes that I can't even talk about right now. Yeah. Which, which is a very good thing that I can't talk about it. Right. So that means it's I'm, big I'm very excited to, for the future to come. Like in the next few months, like you guys are just going to see more and more. Like we're going to have, like I said, the debut music video for come through drops next Monday on Valentine's day. I am beyond excited for that. It is a, uh, it's steamy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I saw that based on the out, uh artwork you dropped today. Uh nice. Very nice.
1: Very So go. it's it's different. You know, I'm I'm trying different things, I'm I'm doing new things, I'm meeting new people and really getting to I don't know, I guess relearn myself in a weird way. That's
0: it's not weird at all. Sure? I can I can hear it in your voice, dude. The way um the way you're carrying yourself, the way that you're talking about the the things that you're vested into right now. Not to say that you weren't with Firefight, but you can tell that this is something you're passionate about. You're smiling this whole time. You know you're not <laughs> the you paced a lot more the last time we talked too. Now you're sitting down, and I, you can just tell you're a little more calm in demeanor, and it's a very nice thing to see, man. That's very it's very uh. It's awesome that you went through all of this and you're coming out on the on the other end better, you know.
1: It's it's been a blast, man. Like I'm like I said, I'm extremely lucky to have the team that I have behind me, you know, helping me out. And and the best part is is like we all help each other, you know. Obviously, I'm not just I'm not going to play it around like some diva like if there's anything that I can help them with, if they need assistance on anything like if my art director is, you know, shooting videos for somebody else or if my live stream guy needs help, you know, loading stuff in or help for for a broadcast event like i'm there to help out whenever i can
0: yeah for sure
1: because i want them to i want them to know like like you guys believe in me like i believe in you and i want to return the favor like when when we're making millions like i want to be able to pay you guys myself i want to be able to look you in the eye and hand you that money and when i do that i want to be able to look you in the eye and say thank you for everything you've done for me i couldn't have gotten here without you and that's 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 monumental to me man like i I want that i want to be able to do that i want to see my friends come up with me and eat with me i want god i've always wanted that and to be the one to make it happen and say like don't worry guys i got us i got us like we're we're in there we're gonna be fine i love that i want to be able to take those reins and and take that that worry from my friends and and do it through music you know and be able to have fun while we're doing it like that's that is the dream right there right and and that dream that dream's going to become a reality like I'm not even worried about it anymore man I'm not even worried right like this is this is the start of of everything that's about to change
0: that's goddamn man I, I, I got to tell you, I, I've been trying to, to to say that, right? Like I've been trying to be better about the people I, I, that people that help support me. When they have something big happen, I've been trying to boast it as big as I fucking can. And I, I completely get what you mean by you want to take care of the people that have been there for you. And, and you know, you, you say you got them. But also, at the same point, it's an appreciation for how much they do for you. And, and, and yeah, man, that's that's good. See, I like this. I like, I like when I do a random podcast and I start getting like an affirmation of something. I've been thinking about, and somebody is just fucking throwing it in my face, dude. You're you're killing it tonight, man. God damn it.
1: Uh, <laughs> thank you, man. I appreciate, it. No, I appreciate it. It's always it's always a good time coming back here. Fuck sure.
0: Ah, oh, man. Uh, so have you have you had a chance to uh, check out uh, like Water Wave? Water Wave is a small little little kind of hole in the wall uh, R&B studio um, in Minneapolis. It's in uh, it. Oh, God, it's right next to the Blue Door Pub. If you ever hear about it, but it's just a little in the, the the front of it is a storefront, so they sell kind of uh, vintage clothing. And then in the back, okay. in the back, they, the dude's got an entire you know. If you go downstairs, downstairs is the recruiting, recording studio. That fucking place is sick. It's a nice little hole in the wall. But the dude does podcasts and everything else. It's a real cool kind of Minnesota thing. And and uh, they put on shows and stuff like that. They hold they host events all the time. Um, Eric Eric over there is the head guy. Um, if you ever get bored man go over there and check out uh, check out Waterwave. Uh, it's a pretty cool storefront but they they're doing some pretty cool things in the music industry as well. So
1: um, Is it just called Waterwave or is it called Waterwave Studios?
0: I think it's like Waterwave TV is how you can find them on Instagram. And then if you okay. if you typed in Waterwave Minneapolis, you'll find it. They've got a, they've got a whole bunch of stuff going. Um, I'll even show you This is their uh, that's their little logo. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Real cool guy. He's pu- he's really helped pushing a bunch of Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis artists. I've had him on uh, once or twice on the podcast and. Um no, just a cool little cool little company. Exactly what you're saying. Where all these people want to help out and I knew exactly what you're talking about where even if I know one, I know how extremely helpful he's been and how he's always trying to put on shows or different events for for Minneapolis artists to be able to showcase and and and, and put out. So, no, man, that's that's fucking cool. It's actually the exact opposite on the podcast spectrum. Fucking People want your time, but they don't want to give out their time. So it's it's nice to hear that at least in some in Minneapolis there's one one form of uh of content that's uh that's willing to grow and, and express themselves. That's fucking awesome, man.
1: Um, oh yeah, man. This is like I said, this is this is just the beginning of, of great things that are gonna happen and not just for Loveless, but I think that, you know, between I and the team that that are here, like they're I mean, they're they're the masterminds behind most of this shit, and I'm just I feel like sometimes I'm just here for the ride kind of thing, but I'm doing my best to help out as much as I can with them too because this what we're going to be doing on Monday has has so much potential to become something that could be a staple here in this city in Minneapolis. Fuck yeah.
0: So so I I'm definitely stealing my girlfriend's phone that night. I might even reenact a Facebook just to be able to fucking watch. Um do you have anything else planned after monday night Now, i don't want to take away from monday night i'm just wondering if people can come see you live or is there anything like that going on
1: so uh monday night uh we're actually going to be doing a live performance but it is by invite only yep uh it's a, it's a very private event um afterwards there are no plans for shows as of yet but i'm trying to get a show booked in the minneapolis area like my first like full public show yeah Sometime in in like mid March, I would assume. I would assume. Okay. Somewhere around there, if I can get something locked in, and then I am hoping to be on a tour, or you know, try to get a tour lined up by mid to late summer into the fall. I got you.
0: For sure, come on here and fucking plug it if you get it going. But dude, if once you get a live show, I'd love to come out and fucking meet you, man.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Just let me know. I'll make sure you're on the guest list. We'll. Uh, we'll crack open the cold one for old time's sake,
0: fuck we can t- we can smoke one too, fuck man, that don't matter.
1: Smoke one down for old time's sake,
0: that's what I'm saying, dude uh let me okay, get back into the music here a little bit what uh what's your favorite song coming out? I know everyone says you know all of them or something, but do you have do you have like one that you're specifically like that you worked on that you think is gonna be like your what- what you you know? what you want to project or is there is there uh is there a song that you know you think people will really love like is it more or less a personal thing or do you think people will love the song
1: I think that every song um speaks on an on an aspect of what was happening and what I was going through at the time for sure so there there are different feelings and emotions or different levels of sadness that that, you know, permeate throughout the entire record. And that's, that's what I wanted to do. Like I wanted, I wanted you to hear pain and hear sadness on every single song. Every single word was written with purpose. Like that's, that's just how I write. I don't do filler words or anything like that. Like every single word was written in that, like it related to something that either happened, something that was happening or, you know, something that, i knew would happen right that that came to fruition kind of thing yeah so every song on here whether it be whether it be love like whether it be medicine uh whether it be break uh come through nobody else panic questions it doesn't it doesn't matter they're all songs that i mean i i remember shit man like there was times writing this where i had to stop writing because i couldn't see
0: oh really like you, you you physically started affecting yourself getting into it
1: holy too, shit dude. too hard kind of thing and I would have to I would have to come back to it and and finish up and like you know kind of refresh myself and like you know give yourself one of those like all right man pull it back you you got this you got to get in there yeah and I said yeah of course
0: now how? so it was it oh, was sorry.
1: difficult you know writing some of the songs but it was also you know, it made me realize, like, okay, I think that there's going to be a song for literally everyone, and and the people that have heard the songs and have heard the album, they're like, dude, every song sounds different. Like, it sounds similar, but it sounds different than the last song. And you know, it's this really hard to do. Your beats sound really good. Your producer did a very, very good job on on producing your your beats and your and your vocals overall. So it's it's something that I'm really excited to see what people are going to think and say what the reactions are like. I'm ex- I'm excited for for all next week. So, you know, I figure give it a full week for for it to be out there and digestate and people can finally listen and everything and I'm I'm really excited to see what people will think once they hear it all because it's it's something that again, I've been waiting for like 3 years on this, man. It's been yeah. Loveless has been in in the oven for going on, I want to say like 2 years 8 months now?
0: Oh shit. God damn, 2 years 8 months. H- okay. How do you Sorry, not to cut you. Uh, 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 if you have any more on that. What? Um How do you uh, How do you remind yourself of the sadness every time you sing the song without getting pulled back into it?
1: It takes a lot of work.
0: Do you ever find yourself it's falling ba- do you ever find yourself falling back into an old path when you started making the music and like falling into that kind of lull as opposed to appreciating what you've put down?
1: <laughs> it's it's weird that you mentioned that cuz there was a time where I almost deleted the whole record. No <laughs> oh, shit. Like even after we yeah, like I almost like we had written everything, it was finalized, and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there cuz I mean, I've been I've been sitting on these songs for like a year at least, maybe more. Yeah. And you know, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do the whole thing over again. I gotta scrap the whole thing. The whole thing sounds like trash. And I freaked out for like a week, two weeks, something like that. And then like my finger just like hovering over the button, like, uh, all right, I don't know. And then like I don't know who it was, but I talked to somebody, one of my friends, and they heard it. Like, dude, if you deleted this, I would personally come to your house and knock the shit out you. Like. What are you thinking? So, I mean, it was, it's good to get that reassurance from your friends, from the, from your support group and, and your circle. Because like I said, I, you know, when it, when everything happened, I did not have a support system really. Like my, my agent now is, you know, he was my support system at that time Yeah, and I didn't have anybody else. And it, it was, it was scary. It was nerve wracking. And I was at a place where I didn't want to call family and, and let them know where I was at because I didn't want to make them scared. Right. But I, you know, I think about those times and I think about all that shit and, like, how it all happened. And then I think about, you know, like, the record and, and how I almost deleted it. And I'm like, okay, had I done that, I wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be having this conversation. And I, it, it would almost be a kick to myself, like, a slap in the face to myself. Like, you went through all this shit. You went through all this torment and heartache and pain. And you're just going to delete the whole thing now? Like, she won, bro. She won. Damn. No, nah, man. I can't do that. Like, I got to get back up. I got to. It's either get up and get better or die. Those are my options. Damn. One or the other. Which, which side of the coin you want to sleep on tonight? And I was like, okay, well, I know what I got to do then. Right. I Damn. know what I got to do.
0: That's tough, man. That's fucking tough. Oh,
1: that's shit. that's why, you know, this this is this is not a happy record. It's not it's not gonna make you it's not gonna make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Right. Like, I, I like it's that. Designed, it's designed in a way to go ahead and hopefully put put a visual representation through through people's perspectives. to to see and feel and hear what i went through right because i mean like i said it was this was this was life-changing she and she always told me she would say you know i wish you would write a song about me and i was like i don't like me i don't write happy songs about people i barely write happy songs if you want to call them that right so that's not that's just not what I do.
0: I was gonna say it's pretty hard to but, scream a happy song.
1: It is, and it's it was one of those things where I was like I don't do that, and usually if you want me to do something like that, I'm gonna do it for a bad reason. Like this it's not a good reason when I write about you. Yeah. And you know, I figured, you know, you you want me to write a song about you? Okay. I'll just <laughs> wrote write a whole fucking album. album. Yeah, there you go. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome.
1: Dude, I, I did.
0: Oh, damn, goddamn man. So uh, all right, so so going forward, do we need to like uh Taylor, is this like a Taylor Swift thing? Do we need to get you a different girl each album and and we'll just we'll just fucking I mean, I'll plant them. If,
1: break it, my heart in every album. Cycle. Hell yeah.
0: Hell, yeah, I'll plant I'll plant them, dude. I'll send them out there. I'll have them meet I'll you. Meet, says. I'll have them meet you in a in a uns, unsus, unsuspecting way. It'll be a whole thing, man. We can figure <laughs> it out. We'll get this fuck yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's that's crazy, man. I, I'm I'm hoping to hear at one point that you can turn Loveless into into something that you know when you wanna when you want to project happy music, you get to. You know, I, I love the fact that you're willing to promote that you're not putting out uh, an album that says, "Hey, you're gonna you're gonna want to bang your chick to this." You know, no, it's gonna be a fucking like, get in your feelings, smoke a fucking one, and and sit back and maybe cry in your fucking car if you have to, like. I'm I'm digging that more than I am like I every time I think R and B or hip hop I always think of like, you know, I wanna lay you down. Like that kind of shit. And it and it's always very sexual and, and, and it loses purpose when I wanna just listen to it. So the fact that you actually have true um, loss behind it, um, it's gonna be a lot easier to listen to and, and and especially if I'm not used to that kind of music. But um, I, I think that's awesome, man, that you're able to reflect your emotion into the songs and and allow your listeners to to have that that's that's cool man I I fucking appreciate the fuck out of that
1: yeah dude it's it, it's really awesome to go ahead and you know come out and say that you know to 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 be able to express that properly like the I would say the best best representation of like how loveless sounds would be like like you said like you no know, loveless is would be like Girl, I want to lay you down because I know in the morning I'm going to be alone again. But even for this moment, I can pretend like you won't leave. Fuck!
0: I've been there. I've I feel that man to to say you know that that can you can you even say that? So that's
1: that- what it is. Like it's 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 music that you can cry to while you're fucking. <laughs>
0: All right, I'll have to give it a try. I'll try that. I'll, I'll give anything a try twice.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, that's exactly yeah, exactly. Cry twice. <laughs>
0: god damn, god damn, man, that's awesome. Well,
1: I'm uh, I'm not
0: sure how my my Instagram doesn't tell me how much time we got. How much? What are you thinking? You want to get off here? You got you got shit to do. I know Loveless is a busy guy.
1: Yeah, I actually I actually should probably jump off here, man. I got a bunch of stuff I've been putting off that I need to go ahead and finish up and. We got a few more things to get ready around the around the studio uh, for Monday.
0: No worries. So, you
1: know. <laughs> well, uh, uh,
0: Valentine's Day, the whole album drops, the live video drops. You got streams coming out. Mike Luciano is a big fucking deal going on. Uh, it's it's a it's a big thing. Uh, fucking a man. Uh, congrats, congrats on the album release. Congrats on the move. Congrats on the new life. Congrats on the new aspect of how you're looking at things. I fucking love it, man. You 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 seem a lot happier and a lot more sure about things than the last time I talked to you. And that's, that's a, I think that's a, a message from your whole fucking team and you that you're, you're, you're going to fucking prove that uh you got this man. That's fucking awesome.
1: I appreciate that, man. Much, much love to you. I, I always love coming back on the podcast. It's always a blast. We always get to cut up and, and have some fun and, I love being able to share this stuff with you guys. So, man, thank, thank you for having me on again. I'd appreciate it.
0: Dude, and like I said, anytime you do something live, I'd love to come out at least once. I'm not a big Minneapolis guy, but I'll come out for you for sure. So let me know. Uh, Mike Luciano, thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, man. See you guys next time. I'll get you on the guest list, man. Let me know.
0: Fuck, I'll message you for sure, man. Thank you.
1: All right, man. You have a good night.
0: You as well, sir. Thank you.